0: Hey, everybody. I'm so excited to be here today. We have an amazing show lineup for you. I am beyond excited for today's episode of Beyond Autistic Burnout. We have a powerhouse guest, the incredible Judy Umlis, author of The Power of Acknowledgement and senior vice president of International Institute for Learning. And we will be unraveling the secrets of harnessing the power of acknowledgement to prevent burnout. But wait, there's more. We have amazing giveaways for those tuning in live and actively engaging in our chat box today. It's our way of showing appreciation for your fantastic support. Hey, that's not all, there's so much today. Get ready for an exclusive sneak peek at this year's Celebrating Neurodiversity Awards nominees and a special introduction to our newest correspondent here at Beyond Autistic Burnout, the talented Brian Coletto. So stay tuned with us for insights, empowerment and surprises galore. Let's dive into the world of acknowledgement, prevent burnout and celebrate neurodiversity. Welcome to Beyond Autistic Burnout, the talk show designed to empower ADHD autistic professionals like you to thrive in your career, life, and beyond. I'm Carol Jean Whittington, an ADHD autistic business professional who's not just surviving, but thriving after decades in burnout. And I'm thrilled to have you here with us each episode i'll be joined by inspiring guests as we dive deep into transformative strategies and insights we'll show you how to break free from burnout ignite sustainable energy and embrace your authentic self together we'll navigate career challenges nurture relationships and excel in every aspect of life it's time to fuel your success and embark on your journey of Let's take this incredible journey together. Get ready to be an authentic leader and unleash sustainable energy in your life. Welcome to Beyond Autistic Burnout. Let's start thriving. Oh, wow. Let's kick the show off today with a look inside the fourth annual Celebrating Neurodiversity Awards created and hosted by Genius Within CIC. The awards ceremony will be held in London at the Institute of Physics on September 28th, which is also National Inclusion Week. Make sure you mark that on your calendars. Tickets are available at GeniusWithin.org, and the event will also be available via the internet this year. So I would love to share just some of the category highlights for nominations this year. One of the categories is Community Choice Award. There's also Inclusive Technology, and two of the nominees here, now there's loads of them, and I would love for you to go check them out. There'll be links down in the show notes below. But two of the nominees for Inclusive Technology this year are Seable Inc. and Ocean 3D Limited. Most Inclusive Education Provider, one of the nominees this year is Smithdown Primary School. Most inclusive employer is Babcock International and Aviva. There's loads more. Go check those out as well. The Inclusion Project of the Year. One of the nominees is Reroute Magazine. Guys, I follow them on Instagram and it's art and it's amazing. Please go check them out. Another nominee in this category for Inclusion Project of the Year is Equally Abled. Now, there's also a category that I was really excited to see, and that's Indie Research of the Year. Some of the nominees, the research team of Maddie Groom and Camilla Babbage. And another nominee in this category is Dr. Nadia Correa. Oh, and here's one that just really tickled me pink, stereotype buster. And one of the amazing nominees in this category is the always fabulous Becca Lori Hector. And Githanjali uh, Ganapathy, who is also one of the nominees here in the stereotype buster category. These two, and there's two new categories this year as well: young achiever under 21 and rising star. The final category is indie achiever of the year. So, what exactly is the indie achiever of the year award? Four, this award celebrates neurodivergent individuals 21 or over who have achieved something they did not think was possible. They are someone who has overcome major adversity and societal barriers to succeed either personally, professionally, or in their studies. I'll have a link down in the show notes below so that you can go look at all the nominees for this year's category. And the shortlist nominees for this category are, take a look at this, Theo Smith. Guys, if you have not checked out his book, please go do that. It is amazing. It's all about neurodiversity at work. Jason Day, you may have seen his um, post this year just really blow up and go viral. He is doing incredible things in higher education. Natalia linchowski please check her out. Des from Love Art Picks, Sunny Thomas Obasoyi, Lisa Ventura, Louis Capaldi, who has a documentary out on Netflix right now. Go check it out. Martin Griffin, Zoe Nichols, and me, Carol Jean Whittington. And Al, if you'd like to know a little bit more about my journey to this nomination as Achiever of the Year, you can check out a new article written by our latest journalist and correspondent on the Brain Dump blog, Amelia Lane. The article is out there at mindyourautisticbrain.com. So go read about how in the world did I end up on this list? A huge thank you and shout out to my friend Jackie Edry from Israel, who is an author and an incredible advocate, who was so thoughtful and kind and nominated before this award. So I'd like to share a little something here as we move into our conversation today. I'd like to take a moment and share a wonderful resource with you. This is one of the best burnout prevention tools you can have, and it helps fulfill one of the biggest unmet needs many of us have. That is an underlying energy drain, and that un- those unmet needs are connection, community, and belonging. X-X-O Connect is phenomenal. This is the only live connection platform of its kind. And two of the amazing rooms that you can join are with Jared Mossman for Empowered Breathwork and Healing. He is live every Sunday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time. And here's a fun picture of a group of us doing breathwork together with Jared. He is just incredible. And I have had so much Um, energy and restoration and just connection in this room with Jared and everyone. I I want you to go check it out, please. And here's another room I'd love to share with you on the XXO platform. It is all about being wired for connection. And it is the fabulous Marissa Baker. You know, one of the biggest things uh, when clients come through the unveiling method and we go through the needs assessment profile, because burnout is essentially consistent unmet needs. So we look at those 30 basic human needs. And as we start to sort of pressure test them to see what is the biggest energy drain? What is the place that if this need is met, you're going to really get the biggest bang for your buck. And the biggest energy drain for most late identified folks is emotional safety. This room with Marissa every Thursday evening at 8 p.m. Eastern time is about connecting to your feelings, aligning with your emotions. And it's such a beautiful place to be. So I would love for you to check it out. There's links down in the show notes if you want to try out or look into XXO Connect. We would love for you to come join us because I'm also there on Thursdays all about work and brain and communication and connection and how we work differently in neurodiverse Communication and relationships. Okay, so today we have giveaways, guys. Oh my goodness. Make sure you are saying hello in the chat. I see we've got some chats there. I'm going to pop over and take a look in just a minute. Connect and share in the chat box today to be entered into the Wheel of Fortune. I'll enter your name with you, make a comment in the chat box. And at the end of the show today, I have prizes. I have goodness to send to you because I'm all about the gift boxes, right? Oh my goodness. So be sure you put your name and say hello in the chat box. And I have something fun. I want you to meet Brian Coletto. We have a new segment coming up here and Brian Coletto is joining the Beyond Autistic Burnout team and we'll be hosting a monthly segment called Networking with Brian Coletto, where he will be talking, taking us to events all over, conventions and more to share what's happening, a variety of ways to network as autistic and ADHD professionals along with tips and fun facts. Guys, Brian is so much fun and I cannot wait for you to meet him. He will be airing his segment on the show August the 29th at the end of this month. And My new book, Unleashing Sustainable Energy, A Strategic Approach for Transforming Spicy Burnout for ADHD Autistic Professionals, is open for pre-order right now. Pre-orders are open to reserve your copy today, along with limited time pre-order bonuses you won't want to miss. It includes the workbook. Be sure to get that. The link's down in the show notes, or you can just go to mindyourautisticbrain.com. My guest today is just incredible. I'm having a conversation with a woman who has not just changed my life, but the life of thousands of people across the globe. She is the author of the book, The Power of Acknowledgement. She is a multi, multi multi-talented woman. She is a trainer, She's also the founder of the Center for Grateful Leadership. She is the architect there. My guest today is Judy Umless, and we are going to be talking all things burnout, burnout restoration, burnout prevention specifically, and how does that tie in to our neurodivergent community? What are things that we can be doing for ourselves and within our company and our teams? And how does this translate taken at home? Judy welcome to the show.
1: Hi, Carol Jean. I'm so honored to be here. I really am. I think the work you're doing is amazing and important and benefits people that may not even know yet that they're on the spectrum. And I I know of many adult onset, if you want to call it, or adult identification people who would just kind of sneak in here and say, oh, that's me. I need this. So I just think you're helping so many
0: people and thank you for doing it. Oh, well, Judy, I'm telling you, the conversations that you and I have, there's there's always a new amazing nugget of growth and information and just a new shift in perspective every time you and I have a conversation. Like so us. I'm really like tickled. <laughs> <laughs> tickled to death to have this conversation Thank with you today. Thank so you. guys, as we're kicking this off, Judy and I had some statistics, some information that we wanted to share with you to kind of set the stage for the conversation today around harnessing the power of acknowledging acknowledgement to prevent burnout. So the number one reason that people leave their jobs is unhealthy, unsupportive work environments, and feeling unappreciated. So drop in the chat box if you feel comfortable. How many of you guys have left a job or were happy to willingly or maybe not willingly leave a job because you felt unappreciated? Is this something you experienced? or that you've experienced, I know I have. I have definitely experienced this in the past. Burnout is at an all-time high right now with over 77% of professionals currently experiencing symptoms of burnout and 89% have reported burnout within the last year. This is really big. One of the underlying causes of burnout is an unmet need of belonging and appreciation. You know, when I mentioned that needs list earlier, and I was talking about emotional safety, the next two that come up that are usually the biggest, it's belonging and feeling appreciated. Judy, I would love to know, how does the power of acknowledgement impact neuro inclusion practices at work. And I know that we're hoping to have uh, Roxy Nevin join us today and she'll share her personal story. But just from your side of things, how did you find or experience the power of acknowledgement when it comes to neuro inclusion? Well, I am
1: a universalist. I mean, I am somebody who just sees the good in everybody. And I do it very naturally. And one of the things you mentioned, Roxy Nevin, uh, she's worked with IIL for a lot of years, our company, International Institute for Learning. And uh, she really educated me as to how my gratitude affected her personally. I just do it because I see it. So I I am very all-inclusive in it. But I think I I can also find the good in anyone. And that's what I teach and that's what I preach. We had a wonderful um, submission of a post to our uh, Center for Grateful Leadership, a woman who was asked to take on a project team, the leadership of it, with some individual that people absolutely hated, that nobody wanted to be a member of the team because he was on it. And she said, uh-oh, maybe I can sneak out of this. She could not. And she happened to be reading the book, The Power of Acknowledgement, at that time. So at a meeting where all the team members came together, he started right away identifying the negative. He raised his hand. This is going to go wrong. That's going to go wrong. And she just let it be for a while. And at a uh, a follow-up meeting, she said, what is it that you see that the rest of us don't see? And he identified a risk that was so great, and no one had even thought about it. And she said to him, you are a brilliant failure analyst. Now, that's an acknowledgement that most of us would not be creative enough to name that way. But that Guy started strutting after that. <laughs> and it turned out he became one of the most valuable team members. And he said to her at the end of the project, he said, You were the only person who wanted to hear what I had to say. And I don't know the person personally, but I would guess that he had some special needs, may have been on the spectrum. I don't, he did not exactly know how to package it in such a way that the masses could hear it, but she got it. She got it. And then it made it acceptable for him. So to me, that's just a brilliant example of how we can all use the power of acknowledgement as long as, and you know, you and I say this in every conversation, Carol G as it's authentic. I never want, I once did a two day session in, um, MD Anderson Cancer Research Center. It was a phenomenal session. And at the end of it, I saw a group had formed and they were making up like this little doctrine about how many times a week people had to acknowledge people. And I said, no, don't do that, strike that out. That is not what we're talking about. You just have to open yourself up to see what's wonderful in everyone. So uh, and I was telling you before this show started, I was on a webinar earlier and I heard this amazing phrase that I share with your audience. uh, And it's uh, vulnerability is the new currency.
0: And to me, that's so powerful. Yeah, go ahead. It, It really is. I mean, when you shared it with me, I was just like, ooh, yes. You know, we've been hearing Brene Brown talk about the power of being courageous and vulnerable and brave. Mm -hmm. And I think after everything that we have all as as humanity in the last few years have collectively experienced, there is a shift in our connection. There's a shift in that currency of that. Hustle, Hustle culture is really not the same that it was Before we all went into lockdown and hybrid working right I think that's really been powerful and Victoria shared something I really think it bears sort of highlighting here. She said I think a lack of appreciation is a massive factor in burnout when we work hard we want to feel it's appreciated and our efforts are valued so often it just doesn't happen. And Victoria, you have just highlighted the whole point and the whole reason Judy and I wanted to have this conversation today. And Judy, I know there's something that's really important that you always teach and highlight. And I would love for you to share with everybody, because I think this is an important key element to differentiate before we start this conversation. And that is, what is the difference between recognition and acknowledgement? i think a lot of people get that confused they do and uh i hear
1: at the end of every course i teach every um on-demand program i create that was one of the biggest takeaways for people so you know i have something called the appreciation paradigm which i can make available to you to make available to your audience but if you picture three intersecting circles thanks recognition and acknowledgement. Okay. And I put acknowledgement at the top. Thanks is simply, you know, what our parents taught us when we were small. Say please, say thank you. When somebody does something for you or, you know, something nice, you say thank you. Recognition is what corporations feel is the currency. Okay. You know, he put in uh, a thousand extra hours on this project. Let's give him a plaque. Okay, and it's so funny because my husband worked at a major tax and accounting firm. And he got a five hundred dollar gift card for working. He does Excel. That's his the way I am about acknowledgement. He is about Excel. If anybody ever has any Excel questions, come to me and I'll get you the answer. But um, so he got the five hundred dollar gift certificate. I bought beautiful copper pots with it. But he said, I would so much more have appreciated somebody coming to me and telling me what I did, who I am, the contribution that I make, than a $500 gift card. I said, well, I might argue with you on that one. <laughs> I really liked my copper pots. But, you know, it, it was something I hear all the time, a plaque, an award, uh, a good job that doesn't do it and when you acknowledge somebody it's heartfelt you are communicating in a heartfelt and authentic way and i must put the emphasis on authentic because if you you know make it up or you know say oh i w- i want to improve employee uh, engagement and performance and retention. So I'm going to do more acknowledgement. And then you just say something you don't believe. It's worthless. And it can be worse than nothing. So when you acknowledge somebody from the heart in an authentic manner and let them know not just what they do is important, but who they are. And the contribution that they make as a human being. People want so desperately to be known.
0: Yes. It, yes.
1: It, um, I, I read this wonderful book. Uh, it, it's called, um, wait, I have it right here. The Book of Awakening. <laughs> it's <not my> book. <laughs> I, did, I didn't write it, but it's very well-worn because it's got 365 passages. And my husband and I have read every one of them over and over again, over five years. But uh, on the last day of the year, they talk about a tribe in Africa, whereas the tribes people are coming through the woods, the practice is to say to the approaching person, I see you, Mm -hmm. and the other person says, I am here. And I get choked up every time I say those words, because that's what we all want to be seen, to be known. And that's what Victoria put her finger on when she said, you know, lack of appreciation is a massive factor in burnout. If we let people know that they're seen, they're appreciated, they're valued, then it's a whole other dynamic in a workplace. And I say that without appreciation without a culture of appreciation you cannot achieve what your vision is you cannot accomplish what you need what the market needs it just doesn't happen if people don't feel
0: valued Well, do don't that's- and you know you've touched on such a big part here like you yeah. you shared that with me several months ago when we were having a chat one day And I have never forgotten that Mm. because that is such a big part of just not just as humans, but especially powerful and just a huge need within late identified life. You know, when we've gone for decades and didn't know that we were autistic or ADHD and therefore the story that we were telling ourselves was I'm broken. I'm not doing it right. I'm failing. I'm, I'm not worthy. And when you shared that with me, because it hits me too, mm. when you say, I see you, and the other person says, I am here. I am here present in your presence. And yes. I'm acknowledging that. It, That's powerful. powerful. <laughs> it is. And, you know, when we're talking about preventing burnout, we're talking about the heart to heart human to human connection where we are seeing the other person but we're also seeing ourselves and we're looking at the needs that we each have as humans and the biggest need that we all have is to be seen and to mm-hmm. be acknowledged you know and that authenticity piece is so big because as a late identified autistic ADHD woman, especially, I didn't just mask, I masked to the professional level of camouflaging. And when you do that for decades as sort of your survival tactic, Mm. you don't feel that anyone ever really sees the real you. And then the other challenges sort of the unmasking and peeling off all the layers. And when you've not had the opportunity to allow yourself to explore and and decide and play and figure out who you are, you're not sure who that person is. And when we have 79% of professionals saying the reason, the number one reason they left their job was they felt unseen and unappreciated. The power of acknowledgement is so critical because what we are talking about and the things that i want you to share here judy kind of get to the nuts and bolts of it a little bit the principles of of acknowledgement but you just shared sort of like the differentiation between well here's just a thanks you know like thank you for that that card or thank you for opening the door Mm -hmm. or you know here's here's my appreciation, you know, here's a little token of appreciation, right? And then that real acknowledgement. And when we're talking about burnout, and I am talking about energy a lot, there's a different weight, there's a different power in the energy of acknowledgement versus the way we receive thanks or appreciation. Yeah,
1: for everybody, but I would imagine, you know, somebody who's been Hiding to a certain degree, like you said you did for all those years, the acknowledgement is like a, a wake up call. It's like, I see you, even though you're hiding. And I, I really hope Roxy appears because we had, it's a very comical story. I just wanted her to accept an acknowledgement that I wrote to her because she was so wonderful. And she refused to open it for five, count them, five months. She would not read it. And it, you know, it, it was brilliant the way she talked about it. I have a podcast I'll make available. I think I mentioned that where she speaks about it because um, sometimes it's uncomfortable for anybody to be... like. I, I, had, I had a friend who had a uh, teenage daughter with special learning needs and the class, the high school class was going on a trip to Washington, three days. So she went along with, and she acted as a helper for everybody, but she was keeping an eye on her daughter. I think it was middle school. And I said to her, you are such an amazing mother. And she did the thing I hate. She goes, owes nothing. And so I repeated it in slightly different words. And I said, You know what, you did most of us, me included, I would never do that. You know, I'd, you know, leave it to the, you know, divine energies of the universe to protect her or something. But she went and she was there for three days. And I got another one of those. It was nothing. It was nothing. On the third time, as the hand came up, I grabbed it. And I looked her in the eye and I said, you have to hear me. You're not letting me tell you how wonderful you are, how committed, what a great mother, what a caring person you are. And she started to cry. The tears started streaming down her cheeks. And she said, Judy, you got through to me where my psychiatrist couldn't. And so I really believe people need to be opened up like i had to take a sledgehammer on roxy to to get her to accept it but once it did and you know what it what it does when you allow it to come in and you let the other person know you've received it it's a gift to the giver and i don't think people realize how terrible an unopened gift is I give you a gift and you say, it's nothing, you know, you refuse to open that gift. It's painful. So it's really a two way street. And I actually had a question from you and I have to say it was, I I, I sneaked a view at the chat. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) And, And Martin Griffin said, autistic burnout is not the same as traditional
0: Burnout. That is correct. It is I, not.
1: I instinctively know that to be true, but can you tell me, and I may, everybody in this room may know it already, but maybe it'll help them explain it to somebody else because you have the words. I know you do.
0: So burnout across neurotypes is consistent unmet needs. How it shows up and how it manifests and presents itself in different neurotypes is can, can their similarities because I do sort of a Venn diagram of how do we experience burnout similarly, and then how is it different? And some of the biggest differences for how neurodistinct humans, which are also here's the differentiating factor that's important to know. It's not just our neurodistinct brain. It is our neurodistinct body. Our physiology is also neurodistinct. So some of the ways that burnout can impact us is that we have a loss of skills and abilities. And depending on the duration, the length, and the severity of a what I call spicy burnout, can impact your skills and abilities so that they do not return to the mm. same level or degree that they were before you went into burnout, or you can lose them permanently and not regain them. Mm. That's terrifying, number one. Number two, in my global burnout, spicy burnout research over the last three years, one define, of the... One, sorry to interrupt, but define Spicy burnout. (laughs) So spicy burnout is for people who are not a neuromajority brain. That is for autistic, ADHD, dyslexic, dyspraxic, everyone that falls underneath that neurodistinct umbrella. Mm. And one of the 100% of respondents in the survey for spicy burnout said that they experience a heightened experience in their sensory profile. So The sensory profile is affected in both neurotypes, but how it shows up for people who are autistic, ADHD, neurodistinct is almost debilitating for some people in burnout. Hmm. So those are just some of the things that we can talk about first. Um, When we talk about cognitive load, that's how much your brain can all take in and process at the same time. Um, I'm also ADHD as well as autistic. So I already have some challenges with executive dysfunction, you know, sort Mm -hmm. of like, If there's five steps in one, two, three, four, five to do something, my brain will sometimes go one, two, three and skip to five, or I can't quite get to the next step. Um, In burnout, your executive functioning, the degree to which you experience it can exacerbate. So maybe in my restoration and thrive, executive dysfunction for me is maybe around a three or a four, but in burnout, depending on the degree of burnout, it's anywhere from a seven to a 10
1: Wow. And it can
0: really, really be very difficult because you begin to think you might be losing your mind sometimes because I used to be able to do that. It was really easy. And now mm. I, I can't even think about how I would do that task. Mm. Those are some of just sort of the highlights there. Um So we've got a LinkedIn user, and it doesn't identify who it is here, but it says, I think it's something that we experience once we realize that we're autistic, seeing ourselves for the first time for who we really are. The appreciation and acknowledgement we feel towards ourselves for everything we have to cope with in life. Oh, yes, that's beautiful. That really is. Well said. So, I mean, as we're talking about the power of acknowledgement, and it truly is a very powerful energy in an activity. Mm -hmm. And as we're talking about how do we use this with ourselves? How do we use this within our relationships at work? Why is it so important if 79% of people are saying they leave their job because they feel unappreciated, Mm -hmm. unseen, unacknowledged? what, What can we do? What are those principles of the power of acknowledgement that we need to know, Judy? Well, funny you should
1: ask. Uh, We just happen to have the seven principles of acknowledgement laminated, too. (laughs)
0: Ooh, I want a laminated one.
1: (laughs) I'll get you one. But uh, I worked out seven principles because this was something that kind of haunted me. Wherever I went, I'll just give you um, an example that made me sit down and write a book. This was the straw that broke this camel's back. I went into a Dunkin' Donuts coffee shop, and every day I ordered ordered the same thing. And it was a small black, half decaf, half regular caramel coffee. Don't ask me why. But, you know, 17 ingredients. And a new young lady appeared one day, and I gave her my order. And she said, okay. And she gave me my coffee. I came back the second day. I got the same lady. I gave her the order. She gave me my coffee. The third day I came back and she's holding a cup in her hand. And I said, what's that? When I got to the front of the line, it was a long line. She said, it's your small black, half decaf, half regular caramel coffee. I said, oh, my God, you are a genius. How did you learn that order in three days? You're amazing. And her jaw literally dropped. And she was speechless. She did not say a word. Not even thank you, you know, and it's like, uh-oh, what do I do here? And finally, she said, I never hear compliments. I only hear complaints. And she, she had just moved to that Dunkin' Donuts, which she'd been in, in the system for years. And she said, I never heard anything like that before. And that's what made me sit down and say, enough. And I, I went to the CEO and I said, I have to write a book. She said, what's the title? I said, I think it's the power of acknowledgement. She said, go ahead, let's do it. The minute the book was published, I was on the road training leaders, which I had never done before in my life in the power of acknowledgement and the emotion. Oh my God. And to this day, I've literally trained hundreds of thousands of people with this work. And to this day, There is almost never a class I teach where somebody isn't moved to tears. And why are they moved to tears? They're moved at the possible loss of what they could give to somebody. Let's say, because there's an exercise I do called the knock your socks off, power of acknowledgement exercise where you, you write and I'd make them fill out a whole, it's still handwriting, even with all the laptops and technology, phones, nope, you write it out, this big, it's like, you know, 18 lines. You're writing an acknowledgement to a person, not of the person, somebody you have not previously acknowledged, and no, you should have done that either one, sometimes people acknowledge their uh, fifth grade teacher, or, you know, it could be like that, but I asked them first to think of a colleague, could be their first boss, and um, somebody who later got certified to become a Grateful Leadership Instructor. In this exercise, he wrote, I want to acknowledge my first boss for firing me. That's the headline. And then he writes to the boss, and it, he was amazed and I was amazed. So. Anyway, in the process of writing those acknowledgments, there can be four or five in a room of 30, six people sobbing. And I mean sobbing, not just tearing up. And you say, why? What was, what almost did not happen? And I have also been told of three real-life cases in which an acknowledgement literally saved a life, literally saved a life. And you never know where a person is at the instant you deliver that acknowledgement.
0: You don't. And that's why when Roxy introduced me to you in your work with The Power of Acknowledgement, it took what I had started to see and experience in my life. I had read a book called Praying for Others Mm. and it had started to shift the way I was seeing people. Mm. But until I read The Power of Acknowledgement, I had not yet learned how that applied to me as an ADHD autistic person. And you talk about the currency of vulnerability right now. And I had gone for decades in a protective mode. I had built walls around myself because I had been hurt so much throughout my life. Mm -hmm. I had been told you're too sensitive where you wear your heart on your sleeve and all of these things. So it wasn't emotionally safe for me to feel my feelings, right? So anytime I felt them come in my body, I suppressed them and pushed them down because that wasn't safe. And so when I read The Power of Acknowledgement and you and I got to know each other better, one of the things that really transformed my understanding and application of The Power of Acknowledgement was how I started to look at the reciprocity of it. Mm -hmm. Because it isn't just the giving of an acknowledgement to another person. It is also the receiving. Yes. And you know, when you talked about, when you had first shared with me that Roxy was like, for five months, Carol Jean, she would not read it. She would not accept and even acknowledge the acknowledgement. Yeah. And I completely understood that. Mm, You did. I remember that. Because one of the things that I have discovered that's very common in conversations that I have with other late identified folks is it is very uncomfortable, physically uncomfortable for someone to acknowledge me Mm. because underneath I, from my own perspective, I didn't believe I was worthy. I wasn't Mm. good enough. I hadn't earned that. For you to tell me something. And so it was painful. And when I started to allow, there's the word, allow myself to believe and know that I am worthy, that I am lovable, then I was able to open and receive acknowledgement. And when I started, I cracked the door. I mean, it was teeny, teeny, tiny but thanks to you, it was only teeny, teeny, tiny for just a moment, and then it cracked open. The floodgates poured in, oh. and I remember it was a, it was about a year and a half ago. I sat there one particular day, and I think every all the stars aligned, and I think I received three or four gifts in the mail, letters, and just just nice little happies in the mail from people just randomly all over the world. Mm. And I had gotten a couple of emails that day. And for the first time in my life, because of the power of acknowledgement and the work that I had done within my, my journey to myself was I allowed every bit of it and I received it. I received that thanks. I received that acknowledgement and the energy that it gave me was tremendous because I then took that and poured that back out. Yes, yes. What, Judy, is possible when we're doing this at work? How does that come home with us? How does that translate it, Dunkin' Donuts? (laughs) It's your whole world, your
1: community, everywhere. And I have a little bit of a reputation in my family. Like, I will leave, a restaurant or I will leave, you know, a party and i will say, I have to go back. <laughs> I didn't tell that person what's in my heart, you know, I, I didn't. And my poor family is, all right, here's, here's another one. <laughs> but I see it. And sometimes we talk ourselves out of giving it, you know, like, you know, they're too busy. I don't want to disturb them. And even at work, especially at work, it happens all the time. And yeah, we don't
0: want to bother somebody.
1: Yeah, which is, you know, it's crazy. (laughs) We should throw that one away. So once you start to involve yourself in this work, in the power of acknowledgement. You, you know, I will be sitting like you know. Remember Jiminy Cricket? Was that before your time? Yeah. You know, oh no, on, I know Jiminy Cricket. Yeah, you know, I'll be sitting on your shoulder and say, "There's one. There's one. What about that? You didn't do that one." And and there's always uh, a choice. I, and the other poster I just happen to have here is the five C's of acknowledgement, and the first C is consciousness, being aware. Of the acknowledgments that we all have in our heads, and you know we think wonderful thoughts about people, but do we deliver them? Do we communicate them? Most people do not, and that's why this is my life's work. And then the second C is for choice, because you'll say, "Okay, I, this is not the right time. It's it's just I, I'll do it another time." But you won't. I guarantee. I 98% sure. Oh, shoot. Oh, my God.
0: You okay, Judy?
1: No, something has happened here with my. I am so sorry. I have to I have a
0: little technical issue. Um, That's okay. I, it happens. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's Judy. It's doing that. I'm gonna pull up. Um, what Judy sent over to me for the tools today to share, which were the seven principles of acknowledgement. And we'll get back to letting her share um, for the beautiful um, five C's. But when we're talking about those seven principles of acknowledgement, these are just really powerful places to start this journey. And we're going to dive into these really deep with everybody uh, in our 30 minute, a free 30 minute lunch and learn with Judy and myself in October. And we would love for you to register and sign up. The link for this 30 minute lunch and learn is in the show notes below. And you can join us either Thursday, October the 12th at 1230 Eastern time or the following Thursday, if that's better for your schedule, which is October the 19th at 1230, where Judy and I will be diving into the details and how to apply and giving you some exercise and and some tools to begin using the power of acknowledgement in your life, within your teams and your company, and how that travels with you to home. So the first principle of acknowledgement is, the world is full of people who deserve to be acknowledged. It will be easier to acknowledge those you care most about if you start by practicing your acknowledgement skills on people you don't know very well. And this is a really good tip or even know it all. Then you will begin making the world a happier place. I love that one because that's usually not where people think they think, oh, I should start with everybody that I know. Don't they, Judy?
1: Yes. Yes. I'm back. Sorry. Sorry the plug came out of the wall
0: (laughs) so that's okay (laughs) shiloh says i struggle accepting acknowledgement too. carol jean that's awesome and you've made that change it really has been a transformation and we had a user and it doesn't say who it was but she said judy i am moved by the stories you shared about people who attended and participated in your presentation i can completely relate I definitely plan to research more of your work and follow you on LinkedIn, oh, thank
1: you. Thank you so much. And could I could I just tell one little story that uh, occurred and I was doing a lot of training at Volvo. They kept bringing me back and back and back until a person in the class who was in HR at the end of the class said, I wanna become a trainer in this work in my company. And I, I said, I'm sorry, we I, I don't train trainers in this. I, I thought I was the only person in the world who could do it. Well, she said, you don't have a certification program. No, I said, she said, well, then get one. And she she went to our head of sales, who we went to the CEO. And before I knew it, I was working for months on a certification program program. But at one of the classes at Volvo that I taught um, they, you know, we they were writing their exercises, the knock your socks off, power of acknowledgement exercise. And one woman had written something so amazing to her fifth grade teacher who just took her completely under her wing when the um, her parents were getting divorced. And she said, I just wanted to tell her what a difference she made. And this is what people do. I mean, uh, the person who said, you're moved by the stories. I mean, this is the kind of thing that happens in this culture, in this appreciation environment. Somebody in the class said, okay, I'm gonna help you. I'm gonna help you find your fifth grade teacher. So they they left the room for a little while. She said, and the woman I found out afterwards said, okay, where'd you go to school? What year, you know, give me all the details. By the end of the day, that other person had connected this woman who for years had been searching for a fifth grade teacher in a phone call. And it was so love filled, and they were, they made plans to get together. But I mean, that's miracles happen in this environment. Just amazing. I, uh, it reminds you. Know, you bring this to the whole community of people with autism and AIDS. ADHD, um, somebody brought me to West Point, the US Army. And I'm thinking, how do you teach soldiers the power of acknowledgement? (laughs) They're all buttoned up, right? (laughs) Yeah. And they have their stars and their stripes and their buttons and their bows. But that's not the same as acknowledgement. And I did a day-long training session there. And I will never, this is one of the most dramatic moments of my career. One of the Huge soldiers in uniform started to sob when he wrote out his acknowledgement. And he said, Judy, I have to tell you. And they were all going to be deployed in the next three to six months. And he said, I am bringing the power of acknowledgement with me to the battlefield. And, you know, I mean, they got the power of it. And then the person who brought me in said, acknowledgement is the missing piece in the military and he and I by the way he, he just got certified to be a grateful leadership instructor in June and uh, he and I are doing a, a, a presentation for international project management day we, we can talk about that later but he he is so amazing he, he lives and breathes the power of acknowledgement and that's why he went all this way to become a trainer.
0: So, Oh, I got choked up. (laughs) I mean, this is the power of the practice and it is a skill and a practice of the power of acknowledgement. And you've taught me that Judy, because I am not just a former military spouse. I am now the mom (laughs) to a soldier right
1: oh my god and yeah.
0: when you said he's taking it to the battlefield oh my goodness because my baby my baby baby yeah. just had to go through the whole firing live ammunition at him oh. and, he, and when i said well how did it go he said mom truly truly i never want to be in this position unless it is actually life and death, because this was horrible. Oh. <laughs> this was, this was a grueling day. Oh. And we started talking about, you know, well, what were the experiences or, you know, what were some of the, the conversations or the people within that really hard day?
1: Hmm.
0: And she started sharing, you know, how a He and a buddy, you know, his battle buddy had sort of helped another team and some of the conversations that they had had. And I was seeing how acknowledgement was showing up on the battlefield for him. Oh,
1: because he's got me for
0: a mom, right? Yeah. (laughs) And my kids hear all the time about the power of acknowledgement. Not, they don't just hear it though, but they see me live it. They see me yeah. breathe it and, and act on it. And I can tell you so many times the kids would go, mother, you're embarrassing us. Do you have to tell everybody all the time, all the <laughs> things? I mean, we can't even get through the drive-through at McDonald's, mom. <laughs> oh, you're a you know? girl of me own heart. <laughs> but But because I have learned this from you, and I have learned it from so many others who have gone through the training of the power of acknowledgement and seeing how it shows up. It was one of the strongest driving forces in the, in one of the campaigns that I do every year, which is the Shine a Light campaign.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It specifically was started three years ago to shine a light on autistic advocates, to acknowledge the work that advocates were doing because I know how hard it is to receive that acknowledgement because you do so much because you wanna change the world, but you don't stop to say, wow, I'm really doing these things. And so I love that. And Judy, could you finish sharing with us the remaining principles for the five C's? And then let's wrap oh. up with those seven principles. Yeah. yeah. Okay. The So we went to consciousness,
1: mercy, being aware. I mean, you know, we see them running through our minds, like beautiful colored tropical fish in the tank, you know, Ooh, there's one. Oh, isn't that nice? You know, but what do we do with it? And then, Second C is choice. We have a choice about whether to overcome whatever inhibitions we have, and we all have them. It's not easy to be vulnerable. And when you give a heartfelt, authentic acknowledgement, very often you have to become vulnerable. You might even get teary when you say to somebody how precious and valuable they are to you, to the team, to the organization. So we have to then summon up the third C, which is courage. And, uh, you know, Brene Brown, as you mentioned, talks a lot about the courage to be vulnerable and the courage to be authentic and truthful. It ain't easy, but it is so worth it. And, uh, you know, I I have had to really, uh, you know, Acknowledging upward is so hard. You know, the CEO, the, you know, somebody, you you know, who met the leader of your team, it's hard. You want to, you know, sort of hide in the corner rather than tell them the truth about how incredible they are. Because that could be seen as, you know, terrible words, brown nosing and, and the other stuff. But I'll never forget when I um, was at a conference with, My CEO and a bunch of other people were sitting at a table while our company was being acknowledged for being a global organization. We had people all over the world. And I just scribbled on this little napkin. I'm so proud to be an employee of IIL all these years. And she she nodded. And that was it. And... I don't know, it must have been five years later, I, I started writing this book, and I was telling her, you know, some of the things I was remembering. And she said, oh, yeah, remember that note you gave me at the conference? I said, what note? <laughs> I didn't remember. <laughs> she said, you know, where you said how proud you were to be a member of IIL's team. And I said, oh, and I wrote it on a napkin? She said, yeah, yeah. She said, I have that napkin. I saved it. I put it in a little box. So I go to it. And I'm getting teary with this one, too. She said, I go to it when I need a boost, when I need to remember
0: who we are. You You never know is the point. You don't. And you know, when she said she had that boost, that boost is that energy. It's that powerful, aligned energy that we're talking about. And that's why the power of acknowledgement is one of the most powerful tools we can have in our toolkit for prevention of burnout to bring this in every day. Absolutely.
1: And, uh, you know, if I I could make everybody have this poster, you know, taped on a wall or on their computer. I would do it if I could do a decree. But uh, anyway, then the fourth C is communication. It's just letting them know in some way. And, you know, with all the technologies we have, you can text them, you can Instagram them, you can, I mean, you can do whatever you want. But it doesn't matter if it's Skype or skywriting, as long as you get it across. That's the key. And not just a thank you. Heartfelt. And the fifth C, and this is the hardest one in a way, they're all hard, but the fifth C is commitment. How am I going to make the, you know, everybody here has gotten the sense, I think I'm seeing from the chat and other things you said, Carol Jean, you know, how am I going to make this stick with myself and I being um, on the spectrum have barriers certain barriers that are special to me to communicating how am I going to communicate acknowledgement how am I going yeah you can be a, a brilliant writer my husband last story uh, my husband called me one day from he was at work and I was at work he said how's your day I said horrible everything was going wrong and he said oh is there anything I can do to make it better and I said, I don't know. And then I said, yeah. I said, you could write me a love letter. Now, I think I mentioned my husband's a guru of Excel. He's written five books on Excel. And he said, no, I don't do love letters. I said, all right, well, you asked. And and we hung up. And he said, I hope your day goes better. Ten minutes later, I had a three-page email, bullet points, full of acknowledgments things I didn't even know that he had noticed, no idea. And I just, you know, I burst into tears. Doesn't take a lot to make me do that, but you know, they were so moving. And I said, this is amazing. And he's kind of, you know, gloating a little bit. And I said, I think this is so wonderful. I'd like you to do this every week. He said, no, (laughs) but ever since February 4th, 2004, I have gotten at least one, if not two, love letters a week. And and it's very – they're hard for him to write because he has to say, oh, how do I put this into words? What am I feeling? You know, I, I, it's easier to write an Excel macro in, in, in three minutes than to acknowledge somebody, but it's really – turned our relationship around you talk about bringing it home carol jean it's been amazing and you know that's it it's not always comfortable but if you say how do i how am i going to make it stick you have to come up with some real ways like i know many companies have after doing this work with me have the poster
0: of the five c's they start meetings with it
1: or the yep. end. And we're going to
0: show you how to do that in the lunch and learn. And we're going to take those seven principles of the, the power of acknowledgement and help you know how to apply those in that lunch and learn too. So don't forget to register for that. Thank
1: you. So anyway, those are the five C's and uh, they are transformational. If you can just open yourselves up for that. We, we, Change the world by implying by applying the five C's of acknowledgement. We literally change
0: the world and make a profound difference among people. I really do. And when we're talking about commitment, it isn't it doesn't have to be. A daily love letter for almost twenty years to the woman who lays her head next to you, like Bob Umles, <laughs> who is just like the champion of love letters. I'm just saying, not even Once a week. Let's not exaggerate. Once a week. Once a week. Still, that's a lot. That's oh, a lot of commitment you know right there. But you know, it it shows up when we just start becoming aware, and that was sort of how I had this journey with it. It was. It had raised my level of awareness. So then I started to see people I may not have noticed before. And then my commitment was to just start being aware, to pay attention. And that's some of the things that we're going to talk about and the tools that we're going to be giving you in that lunch and learn, because there's so much more than just saying thank you or, you know, giving someone a gift card or a plaque. The acknowledgement is that heart to heart of I see you. Yes. And I'm in the presence of you. And I want to acknowledge you. And yes, that that currency, that vulnerability, that new currency that we're talking about, because it does take, as you say, in the five C's, it does take courageousness. And courageousness is not the lack of fear. It is action with the fear still in it. Right, is doing it in spite of it. And even with it, like we say, you know, my friend Rebecca and I said, we're going to do it afraid for an entire year. And we did it afraid because it's uncomfortable. It's out of our wheelhouse. And I would like to give an acknowledgement to Judy today because she has been such a tremendous force of acknowledgement, influence, and power in my life. Oh, and I cannot tell you how much, not just your book, not just your work, but your heart, how you have mentored and helped to lead me each and every day over the last two years since we met. It has truly changed my life. Oh. And I ex- I look at every day with, the lens of how do I live so that I am shining a light as bright and beautiful as Judy does. Oh thank you for being here Judy and thank you for sharing your zone of genius and your heart (laughs) with everyone. Thank you I love
1: it. I would love to hear from your people if you when you communicate if you can give out my email I you know I I I love hearing what you're feeling and what you've taken and what you're,
0: you know, what results you're getting with this too. Absolutely. And we're going to have these PDFs for you when you come to the lunch and learn for the five C's. And so it kind of breaks it down. We're going to have the seven principles and we're going to have some exercises. We're going to help empower you to use those five C's in the beginning of a meeting, because we know that the energy that comes from acknowledgement is truly one of the most powerful burnout prevention methods that we can use in our daily Mm lives. And guys, when you use it, when you start to live it, it becomes a living breathing thing. It goes home with you. It goes through the drive through with you. As my (laughs) kids say, mom, we can't even go to the store without you (laughs) saying somebody something in a parking lot at the grocery store. (laughs) It will show up in those places for you too. (laughs) I'm proud of you, Carol Jean. (laughs) That means the world, Judy. Thank you. you. Guys, we are so thrilled that you have shared this conversation with us today. And if you would like to connect and learn more about the power of acknowledgement, we have an amazing giveaway today. And I've got the Wheel of Fortune here. And I'm going to uh, share my screen so that we can have that up. And here we go. So I have everybody from the, the chat in <laughs> here into the Wheel of Fortune. And the first drawing is for a copy of my new book, Unleashing Sustainable Energy. And here we go. Ah, Sati, you win. You have won. Congratulations. You get a copy of Unleashing Sustainable Energy. And I'm going to drop my email in the chat so that you will be able to send me your information so I can get you all set up. Okay. Now, the next is for a drawing for the power of acknowledgement. I am gifting a copy of Judy's book to you today. Thank you. Shiloh, congratulations. Oh my goodness, you are our big winner for the copy of The Power of Acknowledgement by Judy Umless. Oh wow, I love it. We've gotten some great, uh, great winners here. So please be sure. Um, I'm going to, yay, there's, oh, Shelly, I miss having you there. I didn't see your name or I would have entered you. Okay, so I am dropping my email address in the chat box um here we go well if i could type correctly we would be all good to go okay so uh Sanji and um shiloh if you would please email me um with your email address, just say, you know, hey, I won. I will send you your access to both of these books for each one of you. Um, Shiloh, you get the power of acknowledgement and uh, Shonji, you get the unleashing uh, sustainable energy. So thank you so much to everybody joining us today. And if you would like to implement the power of acknowledgement for burnout prevention in your life, please sign up for the Lunch and Learn that we will have on October 12th. And October 19th you can choose one or hey if you just love it so much come to both of them we would love to see you there and Judy you mentioned you and your West Point gentlemen will be sharing the power of acknowledgement where can people see you guys yes if uh, you go to
1: Iil.com and uh, there's a link to online conferences. International Project Management Day is the one that's coming up on, uh, it starts on November 2nd. And um, Chaplain Davis and I will be doing a uh, conversation about grateful leadership and the power of acknowledgement and how this is the missing piece, not just in the military, but in life. So that's exciting. And, And by the way, just one, little request if uh, you enjoyed today's session and would like to recommend me on LinkedIn under Judith Umless,
0: I would be very grateful. Oh, absolutely. I'll we'll be sure to go fill that out for sure. Guys, thank you so much for being here today and being part of the Beyond Autistic Burnout community. Your voice matters and we're here to help you elevate, energize and thrive because my ultimate goal is to create an an empowered autistic ADHD community who is thriving because imagine what is possible when we have a fully empowered and energized ADHD autistic community in the world, what is possible? Thank you for being here. We'll see you next week. I have ADHD career coach, Shel Mendelson joining me, and we're going to be talking all things. What the heck do I do? I think I'm in burnout and I'm not sure this is the career for me. I think it might be why I'm in burnout or I decided that maybe this isn't the career I want to stay in for the rest of my life. As an ADHD human and as an autistic human, this is definitely something I've had. And Shell is going to be on, and she's ADHD herself and a career coach. We're going to be diving into all of these questions, even if it's a lead in life change in career. We got answers for you and strategies. Stay tuned, and we'll see you next Tuesday live right here on Beyond Autistic Burnout. Thanks for joining us, guys. Bye-bye. Thank you.